Welcome back to Coast to Coast Dynasty, episode number 18. I am Ruben Almana at SuperVoxDGen. And I am Justin Mercer at C2C Dynasty Merce. Happy Monday evening, Monday Night Football. Uh, I will try to stay undistracted from watching my Niners play. But uh, how are you doing this evening? I'm, I'm doing great. It's, uh, you know, like you said, it's a short work week, Monday of uh, Thanksgiving week here. And, um, you know, we're going to have a nice uh, family gathering. I'm going to cook the turkey up this week. So uh, it's going to be a, an enjoyable week. And, man, the slate of Thursday Thursday football games is amazing. I cannot wait. Yeah, so um, we go camping for Thanksgiving. And I've, ever since I've been with my wife, even when we started dating, we go camping with our family. They've been camping for, on Thanksgiving for about 30 years. Um, so we go camping. No um, – no cell phone service, nothing. Until last year, they actually added Wi-Fi there, so that's kind of good. So we can kind of do that. So it's always been a challenge in the past with dynasty teams or just fantasy football in general, just getting lineups set. I'd have to drive like 20 minutes and set my lineup Saturday evening and hope nobody was out kind of deal. So uh, last year when there was Wi-Fi, was was quite nice um, to have that. I'm going to try to get my lineups all done tonight and tomorrow before the Thursdays to double-check. I'll get the Wi-Fi. Right? Be be good. I did order a new Sirius radio so we can listen without having to turn my truck on. So hopefully, I can oh, nice. listen to some games. We've been able to listen to games in the past. Radio, we can kind of catch them. But other than that, we're kind of like, I don't know what the hell happened. Like yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like eh, not ideal for a. That's a uh, good tradition. I love that tradition. Like a de- degenerate. The, the only time we haven't gone, we've only not gone camping three times since um, I've been in the family. Um, and that was when both my kids, the year both my kids were born, and then the year that my nephew was born. We all, we did all those at uh, my in laws' house that time. And yeah. there might have been actually there might have been one more because my wife had to work or something like that. But that might have been one of the, those years or something like that. But other than that, we go camping. We usually leave on Tuesday or Wednesday, and then come back on Sunday. So it's a uh, been busy getting getting ready. We do a lot of the cooking early. Um, Father in law will do the turkey this year. Do a deep fried turkey. Love it kind of stuff so but anyways enough about what's co- what we're doing for thanksgiving and all that good stuff but uh it's been just a quick few minutes since our last episode with scott sidlow um granted that got that got um out later than i wanted to but uh it got out it was an so, awesome episode though scott. it was scott, it was great I, uh, scott's got I a good good bit of knowledge and we really had fun doing it i did too and i um i listened back today because i missed part of it i had to step away for a few minutes to do, take care of some stuff but uh, it was good. It was good. I really enjoyed having Scott on. Maybe in the future we'll have him back on. Um, so SFB is, playoffs are next week, right? Start next yeah. week? Yep. They start next so week. And, I wouldn't uh, know because I think I'm like uh, 2,999 out of 3,000. <laughs> My team's been absolutely atrocious. So I've just made sure I've set a lineup to be – to. Uh, to be fair to everybody, set the best lineup I can, um, but I'm pretty much checked out. Can't wait till that the uh, playoffs start so I can unleak and get that off my uh, list. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, uh, be, be good. It hasn't been a good year for me there, but uh, let's hear about how your year there is going. Yeah, it's actually gone quite well ever since that first week. Uh, you know, when I I talked about being number eleven out of three thousand. You know, I I still am top one hundred. I'm like ninety three or ninety four. Um, I've clinched, I clinched the playoffs like last week or the week before, 
but uh, I'm try- I think I should be sitting pretty for the bye um, for that first week of the playoffs. So that's good. And hopefully my uh, dual stacks of Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, Tua, Jalen Waddle can come through for me. I've been uh, disappointed at tight end a bit uh, with Waller. He was my uh, my anchor guy and he, him getting hurt. But uh, I made a I made an awesome Sunday morning pickup this week. And yeah. everyone's going to laugh because they're like, oh, you never start a kicker. That's a floor play. I picked up Tyler Bass because someone had dropped him, and he scored 32 points in SFB. That's scoring. pretty freaking good. I yeah. um, <laughs> I have two kickers because I didn't have any other players. There was nobody there. I didn't see any. I, and I, honestly, I have not spent a the a lot of time I should have been dedicating to the waiver wire there kind of deal because I'm so used to um, not having much on waiver wires with all my other leagues. I'd probably be, you know, so yeah, kind of what it is. Yeah, no, it's, I, I understand that for sure. And, uh, you know, I think as we're talking through this, uh, this podcast, I think that you and I have a, uh, live game head to head where we're both, you know, near the top of the standings. You're number one overall in mid season. And I think right now I'm number four, but I'm trying to, sneak my way up there to get uh that uh you know ever ever garnered ever wanted uh and desired bye week and with that kittle touchdown i i, I just uh, took the lead i am up by Ooh. four right now so oh. it is it is going to be close you have uh Ayuk going he had the first touchdown i have kittle and debo so we'll see we'll see we'll what see happens. How this we'll see how this goes huh yeah yeah oh they just showed uh mr grumpy pants on the screen there uh kyler murray <laughs> yeah, Mr. Oh, Mr. man, bad bad attitude, dude. Oh come, oh go. Sorry, almost <laughs> it was almost a fat guy interception. So that's kind of like. Well, I mean, right speaking of so. Kyler, I mean the injury bug. You know, he's got the hammy, and you know a lot of people were stuck in a position banking on him tonight. And you know, if you didn't play it smart and have Colt, like I mean, I traded. You know, I don't even know if I put it on here. I don't think I did because it was just like a. It's, crazy just dumb trade it was i traded uh colt mccoy to dicky in our hq dnc for uh baker mayfield just because he he wanted to have the chance of starting kyler today if he did play and if he didn't then he could start colt so yeah it's just that's been an injury and now they're saying that he might get not play next week because they have the bye the following week so it would you make that, sense. And then by the time he comes ready to come back in week 14, uh, they're out of the playoffs. So let's just sit him on the bench and yeah. make sure he doesn't – we don't hurt our $45 million shitty-ass yeah. quarterback. I mean, we, we talked about that kind of at length, uh, that situation on the uh, DNC Zoom chat on Friday night. And, I mean, for me, that, that was a reason for me to go and make some of these trades that I did that we'll talk about because I'm like, I, I just – for whatever reason, I am just out on Murray. I just don't want him on any of my teams. Yeah, um, sorry, uh, distracted there. Uh, <laughs> this is probably not the best time to be recording, is when your team is on. <laughs> I um, know we should. We, should we swore we out. we swore we weren't going to do this, but I was like, yeah. oh, we'll not we'll knock it out in the first half and be done. Yeah, we'll, we, we will. We'll get it done quick here. I'm just hoping they call the flag on on the offense here. I don't know if they yeah. Yeah, no, and then I mean the other big but, one in Dynasty, the injury to Pitts. I mean, it's an MCL, so it's not an ACL. He's gonna probably need surgery. I, I'm, and he's gonna be done for the year. They're they're yeah, probably uh, shelfing him. And yeah, at this point in the season, he's at least done. He's done for the fantasy season. 
Yeah. He's done for the fantasy season. Um, kind of deal. Cause you know, these guys that get, you know, if they're going to come back in week 15, 16, kind of, do you really trust them back week one, week two? Kind of, nah, probably not. But you know, there's a couple other Wandell's out for the year and he was looking pretty good uh, for whatever, whatever that is. Um, and then Tony, uh, we don't know for sure yet what that is, the, right? The rubber but, band hamstrings. I mean, yeah, they so said, these fast guys, that's just, I mean, but yeah. Tony was an ACL, so. But yeah, uh, one day was an yeah, ACL. Sorry, one day was an ACL. Tony yeah. was the hammy. These these hammy. One Rondale Moore played three snaps tonight, and he's already out, mm-hmm. or at least questionable to return in this game. So it's like, I mean, it's that time of year where, like, I mean, I think these players they've been through the grind here for eleven weeks, and we're gonna start seeing some nicks, and that's why these running backs. Any any running back on a 53, Scott Connor's mantra, right? He just did the uh, Desti- Destination Dynasty uh, pod on roster construction for running backs. I recommend oh. everyone to go listen to that. It dropped this morning. Um, I haven't got there yet. I'm still catching yeah. up on uh, – I think I'm about ready. I'm in the middle of uh, – or the beginning of America's Game, which is another one looking like it's really good for this week Oh, too. yeah. Shane Hallam, that one. Yeah, I listened to that over the weekend. That was great. And, I mean, those guys do awesome work. I can't uh, – promote Scott Connor and Eric Vanek for Amer- America's game and Scott now on destination dynasty and Eric, he's doing some of the uh, waiver wire stuff over there on the feed. So it's, yep. they're and doing good a, things. If you're not a DNC Patreon join, there's yeah. also the recap podcast. That's usually on Mondays, Tuesdays. It's awesome. But um, yeah, so injuries, injury bugs, you know, we're all probably trying to do something to it. Um, try to get around it, make some trades, that kind of stuff if it's possible. But um, so, yeah, that's kind of what's new in, in the, the world for us here in the last few days, last week or so. Um, but what's kind of coming up and what we kind of talk about in our little strategy section here is um, trade deadlines are coming up in some leagues. And uh, first thing I have to say, if you have a trade deadline, get fucking rid of it because they are the dumbest yep. things that there are. I tried to um, point that out in the league today, yeah, this last week that just drove. I mean, this is literally probably part of the roast at the end, but I don't care. Um, the guy's comment is like, oh, we can't get rid of trade deadlines because it gives one playoff team an advantage over the other. I'm like, how does he give one team? It gives everybody the same. I don't believe in trade deadlines. Um, I just, ha- I only have, uh, I believe four leagues that have trade deadlines and it happens to be that those four leagues are on sleeper. One of them is like literally after these games are over and I tried like hell to move. Like I had like five first round picks or, or five, four of them trying to move to get players. Cause I'm kind of like lower part of the playoff pool, like, like number five or number six. And I sit all kinds of offers, guys. Not you know, they were like, "Oh, this is worth more to you because it's easy for the playoffs." I'm like, "I'm not paying more. No, this is what it is." And now you guys do not want to uh, do not want to take my trades. Now I'm going to hold on to my picks, and you won't be able to get them. And you can have your dying assets on your team for all I care, and you'll never get my picks. So fuck off. And um, sorry, but just. Annoyed, yeah, super well, no, annoyed I mean, by that, and I just don't just get. There's no reason, and, and what well, I guess what was annoying is like it, the guy was like, "Oh, a bunch of fantasy nerds say that you should have trade deadlines, even dynasty guys." So I go and search on Twitter, and I find stuff from Ryan McDowell, Kane, uh, Kevin, for Rich from Dynasty Land, and like five Dynasty Bosch, like a bunch of Dynasty guys, right? Like top Dynasty guys, and I like share their tweets, like, "Yeah, whoever those guys are," I'm like. 
I give up. I just can't. You're telling me whoever those guys. These are like these are the yeah the top the of biggest the top names of, yeah in Dynasty, and you're gonna so get, get out of here with your bullshit. And um, yeah, so I mean, I'm super annoyed. I'm super annoyed by this. I I'm just so I, fucking I, annoying. You know, I've heard it talked over and over again on pods. I think that everyone here knows that with us talking about trades each and every week, we don't believe in deadlines. And I think it's va- like not only for the contending teams, but it's a, it's a chance for those teams that were either on the cusp at the deadline. Like if there was a deadline and you were on the cusp and you didn't know, and then you don't make it, now you have a chance to get out of aging assets, right? Right. And, it's like, and I, if you want to have a deadline, fine. But don't make it four fucking weeks before the playoffs start. Yeah. Make it yep. the like if the playoffs start on Tuesday, week 14, that's where most playoffs are starting on week 14, 14, or week week 15. Fif- yeah. Week 15. So make it Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific or whatever, you know, right before the game starts on Thursday. Yep. Like, yeah. Literally, that's when you make it. If that's what you're trying to do, because then everybody kind of like you have a chance to get rid of those aging assets, get rid of, you know, you know, who knows if Tom Brady will be back, but get rid of Tom Brady. Get maybe the, the playoff team. You know, there's going to be injuries between now and then and people are going to be screwed. You know, be just absolutely screwed. And then you could have gotten rid of like, who's going to, now you can't get rid of, if you're on a, if you're on a, um, a middling team, you were, you're like eight, nine. And you, for some reason you still, you're holding Latavius Murray. Now, after they've cut Melgo and Edmonds is hurt, and you can't now you can't get rid of him for even a third round pick that who is who as soon as the season is over he's worthless he's literally yeah. worthless oh so yeah. the guy was like oh yeah but trading opens up on uh we after week 18 i'm like good luck getting any picks for me because i will yeah. not buy anybody of those guys you can send all the trades you want and i'm just gonna hit reject 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 yeah. reject reject because i was willing to give up multiple firsts for play for like a good player plus a middle like just Starters. An average player. Yeah, start. Right. I was yeah. looking for yeah. starters because I needed to yep. improve my team. Like I was sitting in fifth spot, and if I got like because I have the two quarterbacks, and that's what's keeping me there. If I can get a couple more players, I was trying to get like two first and a second to try to get three players. I didn't want to give other players up. Like one guy's like, "Oh, I said, no, I want. I just want to give picks for players. If you don't want to do it, fine, whatever." But okay, sorry, my rant yeah. on that is over yeah. until we get well, to the end. Yeah, no, and I like I like this all leads into hey, we're in the stretch run. Three weeks left, um, you know, not counting week 11. So you have 12, 13, and 14 um, of regular season and, uh, you know, in most formats. And then we've got to, you know, gear up for the playoffs. Hopefully you get that by. It does increase your odds. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about luck and health. If your players remain healthy and if you get a little bit of lady luck on your side, you're you're going to, you know, make, make a run and, uh, you know, we'll – I basically went through my leagues today like I was sharing with you because I wanted to kind of, I mean, my goal is always like the competing teams. I don't want to just make barely make it in and sneak in. I want to I want to get one of the buys. And so there I have 11 teams right now out of my 17 that I, you know, are, are contending playoff teams. And out of those 11 right now, I have seven that are in position for the buy Two, I would say three are pretty much locked up. The other four, I'm the number two, and you know some things could happen. Swing it one way or another in the next few weeks, but uh, um, definitely sitting pretty there. And you know, it's just that's that's all you can do is try and set yourself up for the best possible finish. And and I, I would say part of that is roster construction. Look at your roster, make sure you have enough uh, wide receivers that you feel comfortable if one goes down. I mean, we still do have some bye weeks. I mean, 
D Hop's been crushing it. If you've been relying on D Hop, his buy is week 14. So you better you better uh, have a backup plan. Uh, week 13, right? Or are they 14 uh, as well? No, 14. They're four. Uh, no, they 14. are 13. They are 13. Ooh. Sorry, they are 13. CMC looks so sweet. CMC looks so yeah, sweet. Yeah, he looks he looks sick in that jersey too. I'm yeah, he looks. Ooh. But uh, uh, but yeah, I agree. Get those teams ready. I know I haven't really gone through mine yet. I'm going to try to do that tomorrow before I head out, um, but we'll see. Um, I know I have a lot more non-competing teams that I would like, just the way the, league, the way it fell. I was on a couple teams I thought was borderline, but um, we'll see. Hopefully that uh, it gets better to, um, in that aspect. But um, I've got a lot of teams that I am – Though I'm not competing, I'm set up to compete in the next year just because of the way I, I've done and gone through and done a bunch of roster construction stuff. So we'll see how that works out. Um, but yeah, so stretch run. If you can get in that buy, that's a big, big opportunity. If you can get that buy, I don't know if some of Adika's work shows that if you have the buy, you've got like a 50, like 56% chance of like winning it or something like that. I can't remember the exact numbers, but it improves your chances of winning the league. So, I mean, you're obviously in the top four, if you automatically in that top four and you only have to win two games versus winning three, if you're not kind of deal, but yeah. Start like you said. Start looking at some of the playoff schedules for some of these players, right? Yeah. Like if you can, find, I mean, I think it was like a year ago. Might have been last year, the year before. I remember David Montgomery had a like cakewalk, like um, um, by or schedule in the fantasy playoffs. Kind of. Yeah. It was, it, was, like, it, was, it was like it was two years ago, and he finished as like the RB two. Yeah. In the so, in the playoffs, like yeah, for those and, three weeks. And so I need to do that and kind of see who who are some running backs that we can kind of look at. That are playing some really poor teams, and even so, the backups on those teams with great right. schedules too. Like, I mean, Henry is uh, got Houston in Week 15, so the semis, and he always smashes them. So look at Dontrell Hilliard. Maybe you can get him, and you know, you never know. Like, you know, because Henry's pretty hard. I mean, we talked about it at length with Sidlow. He's yes. like one of those so very impossible to get. Yeah, which is very challenging for people to acquire. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, no, totally agree. If you can get that, and if you have like some of these guys from the Colts that you know you're going to be making the playoffs, that and your team starts playoffs in week fourteen, your league starts in week fourteen for some reason, maybe you move off of them for somebody that's not that's like an equal value or something like that. I mean, not JT, maybe I don't know. I, I if I could get somebody for JT, someone for JT plus, you know, if I can get ETN or Walker plus for JT, I'd probably do that. Something like that kind of deal. Or I wouldn't really want to go somebody like, unless it's like maybe Dalvin, maybe like that kind of maybe look at that. Um, but I don't know. That's kind of some of the things to look at, but um, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking for the next week or so. At least I'll try to do some of this stuff while I'm gone. We'll see. If not, I have to hammer it down when I get back and, Get caught yeah. up and go from there, but it'll be, be a good Thanksgiving. But yeah, uh, you got anything else on that? That topic? no, no, no. I I mean I, I haven't like dove deep into the player. I'll try for next pod to have some players to target for those without trade deadlines. Like, but I mean I've been starting to kind of loosely look at that right now and uh, mostly gearing up for like the 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 high end assets. Now I want to look at those secondary assets, those backup running backs on the teams with good schedules and see if I can acquire them cheap. For sure. For sure. So uh, we'll get into our trade talk and we've been telling for the last like three episodes that there was a certain player that was a buy 
not a buy low, but a buy now, right? A buy now. And I think that buy now window is closed after yesterday. Yep. From the game that he had. And that player is Justin Herbert. And we do not just uh, preach, but we also act on what we preached. And we, the two of us, have made Herbert trades. I kind of went really crazy on him and, and, and did like three of them. Uh, yeah. You got, you got one of them done, right? Maybe two. And yeah. One, one, this week. one this week. And I had. Uh... One, one last week. Last week. Last week yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think I went from like four shares of Herbert to four to, to eight in the in the last week and a half kind of deal. So um and that's Justin Herbert, not Khalil Herbert, because his first trade yeah. involves Khalil Herbert. So in the Dynasty Hot Sauce Lease, where we've kind of our idea of this podcast originated in, um, yeah. we, I made a trade. I gave up Latavius Murray and Tyler Higby for Khalil Herbert. Um, so you know, I don't I'm rebuilding. Um Herbert doesn't cost me any points, but or anything like that, and um, I like him better than Latavius Murray. Higby is whatever. Just kind of get out, kind of deal. I have also, to then today, I gave up uh, Jawan John, and I got Zach Ertz, which I really like that for rebuilding. Yeah. Dude, I really yep. like that. I was really happy with that trade. Um, so happy in there. Good, good. Um, but then uh, starts the kind of the Herbert deal. Then the DDL3, which is a 16-teamer with a DDL setting. So if you don't know the DDL settings, is a point per carry or quarter point per carry, uh, PPR, two PPR for tight ends. And then um, the rest is all settings and stuff like that. Um, size differences. This is 16 start 10, maybe. Um, and, it, and this is Debbie as well, this league. So I gave up Kyler and auction, sorry, and auction. DDL4 is the only one that's not on auction. I gave up Kyler Murray and a second for Justin Herbert. And this kind of goes like I was trying to get off Kyler. I am I'm out on the Kyler business. As much as I can. Yep. If I can get out on the Kyler business, I don't like his attitude. I don't like his um, the way he's been playing. He always gets injured towards the end of the year. I get here again. We talked. We had a big conversation about this in the DNC Zoom chat on Friday evening. Yep. Um, and then there, I don't trust the coach. I don't trust the GM. I just don't trust the situation for Kyler. If I can get out, if I can either add and pivot up to like a Herbert or uh, Burrow or something that straight. If I can't and I can go down, I will do the same thing. I want out of her. If I can get out of, if I can be out of all my Kyler's, pretty much all my Kyler shares by the end of end of the year, I'll be pretty happy. I think I've got like three left. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm kind of looking at. So that was, yeah, give give Kyler in a second and get Justin Herbert. Then in the DDL four, this is with our friend Larry Monkey. I gave up a second and a third and I got Devontae, Deontay Foreman and Devontae Parker. Um, again, this is that big 14 team start 13. So yeah, two, those are starters two, for you. two starters, two starters, yeah. which is huge. And I'm kind of competing in that league. Still I have a chance of making the playoffs. And I feel like if I can make the playoffs, I'm in good shape. Anything can happen. Yeah, yeah. And I got Chase that's coming back, hopefully. And that should be in good good there. Uh in Deep in the Sea, this is a 14 teamer as well. Uh, this is a kind of a pretty – I've been trying to move Barkley. I'm kind of um, a mid, middling team there, chance at playoffs maybe, if I can kind of pick it up. I gave up Pickett and Barkley and a 23 first and a 23 second, and I got Justin Herbert back and Kadarius Tony. Obviously, Tony got hurt this week, so not great, but maybe he'll come back and be okay. Yeah, and if you're middling, that doesn't hurt you. You're Really, this was the next year looking forward to it. It is. Well, this, per, this pairs Herbert with uh, Hertz as well too. So okay. now on a 14 team, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty happy that with. is. And Pickett, okay. well, 
Barkley, it wasn't a point per carry, so I still have like Miles Sanders and Ken- Kenneth Walker. I'm not gonna, you're not gonna get any. You, Walker's not going. I'm not Walker. I can't trade Sanders. Nobody's gonna take no. him, right? So I might as well move Barkley. Uh, you know, it's probably a little bit more than I wanted to. I probably would have liked to keep the second kind of deal, but it's probably about fair. So I'll just kind of deal with it. Yeah. And then in high stakes, this is a co-owned team that I have with uh, Dogtown. And I threw it out there. Hey, let's try and get Herbert. He's like, what do you think? I'm like, oh, let's do uh, Kyler in a sec in the late set. We have what right now today would be the 12, the 212 second. So I threw it out there and it was snap accepted. He didn't think it was, he thought we were going to get cussed out. And I said, well, if we get cussed out, you can blame your, your dumb co- co-owner that you had nothing <laughs> to do with it. And then we can still, we'll still have that. So that nice. was, uh, he was surprised that we got that and uh, worked out pretty good. I'm pretty happy with that one too. When so was that? Added, you, didn't, you didn't email me that one. When did you do that one? What time of the I week? I think that was yesterday. Done yesterday. Okay. So yesterday the now or yesterday Saturday. morning. Or Saturday evening or yesterday morning, I kind of did that. Yeah. Snap, accept, snap accepted. Well, I mean, on Saturday, you did the one at DDL3. And as soon as I saw you email that to me, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go try and move kyler in hq5 because i don't want him in there and i looked at the the guy that uh had herbert he's he's competing and i'm like yeah he might want kyler but he definitely needs a tight end and i have andrews kelsey and goddard and goddard just got put on ir so he's missing at least four weeks so i traded murray and goddard for herbert i like it there's and no I, the tight end premium. Yeah, it's 14 team, and the tight end premium there is 1.25, so it doesn't matter at all. Yeah, really. Yeah. And fine, you, like you said, you Kelsey and Andrews are great. Um, that, and Herbert, who does that pair Herbert with for you? I don't, I don't have any stacks for me, but I, I do. No, have, quarterback I, wise, quarterbacks, I just have Jimmy uh, G and Rogers, so I could could be doing better there. But Rogers has just been such a, a such a disappointment this year. <laughs> yeah, right? I, yeah, like two weeks ago, I think I started Jimmy G over Rogers in like two. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm about, I'm, my for, for whatever reason, I only have two Rogers, and in both of them, I have Jimmy G. And you know, I, I have I mean, he's uh, got two touchdowns him. today, so that yeah, that's helpful. I started him over uh, over Rogers in one. I don't think I did in HQ five, but it's still uh, I'm winning that that matchup. But then uh, at HQ six, Jim Dickey and I have been trying ever since Hall got injured because we're a top top competing team. I think we're. Uh, like number two or three in the league. Um, we, uh, and we, our running back situation could be improved. We had talked about doing Eckler. We sent uh, Clay an offer for Eckler. Um, didn't get a response. And then um, Madman put on his trade block JT and we're like, Hey, why don't we get, try and go get JT? Uh, so we offered um, Brees Hall and a second to get ta- Taylor and uh he came back and countered Brees Hall a second and a third so he added in the third and we got it done so yeah the thirds don't matter right I mean is that a 12 teamer or 14 it's 12 it's 12 start 10 so basically yeah and, uh, tw- tw- two, you know tw- thirds who cares like you know negative yeah. warp so bye-bye I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lose a, tra- a trade over a, like that over a third right yeah yeah and so I, I really like that one and we're we're gonna win our matchup although we had that uh the double fumble back-to-back plays. JT fumbled, and then the very next play, AJ Brown fumbled because we have them both, and we're like, "Oh, crap!" Sweet. We were, yeah. four, baby. I was like, "Awesome!" Then, but we uh, picked it up after that, and we're gonna win that matchup. And mid-season, the one we were talking about, where we're head-to-head. Um, once uh, Goddard went down, I made a big deal to trade for Goddard because I, I needed tight end help in that league. 
Well, he's out for four weeks, so I traded Goddard and Mechie, and I got Brandon Cooks and George Kittle. So you said interesting trade, so I wanted to hear your thoughts on that. I know you're out on Kittle. (laughs) I mean, okay, so I'm out on Kittle for fantasy. I still love the player. I mean, I I love that he's on my team, on my Niners. Fantasy, I just there's too, there's been too many mouths now there to 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 feed kind of deal. I don't think he's gonna be. He isn't the kiddo that we knew from a couple of years ago. I mean, I was listening to something the other day, and he's on pace to basically have the same year he had last year. So seventy catches. I mean, which is still really good for a tight end, but it's not the kiddo that we knew from a couple of years ago. But he's not. He's not Travis Kelsey, right? He plays a very he plays basically a di- completely different position than Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is played out, split out, and that kind of stuff a lot. Versus Kittle is on the line constantly. You know, I, I know he runs a lot of routes, but he does a lot of blo- he does do blocking and stuff like that. But he still runs like eighty percent routes or something like that, roughly. But um, so yeah, from that standpoint, there's with McCaffrey there now, and with Ayuk, and with um, Ayuk's emergence, and um, Debo. And Mitchell and Usechek always gets like four catches a game, and Jennings gets two or three catches a game, and Ray Ray gets two or three catches a game. There's too many mouths for, for me to feel like um, Kittle is a difference maker at the tight end position. He's probably tight end number like six now in my in my in my thoughts. You got Kit Kelsey and Andrews Pitts. Um, who else Goddard. 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 Goddard's probably above Kittle. Yeah, and then I could even I can even talk Injoku in there too, who the way he's been playing. Um, I could do possibly I, I throw it up between Hawkinson and Kittle probably, so probably like five yeah. six right there, kind of deal. But um, and I think that basically four four through six or seven is going to be very interchangeable like for the next several years right it's like you've got you're going to have your kelsey's going to always get the points but he's old right so he's always going to be like up in that top three i would say Mm -hmm. andrews is performing but who knows what happens with lamar um and then obviously pitts hasn't performed this year and likely won't put up the numbers we all wanted but he's still that you know uber athlete that we all want at tight end right for sure for sure yeah but that's just kind of my thought you got older at both at the two positions yep. that, you, that you did but i get it i mean you're trying to come and get me so, yeah i uh, am i am it's so so far now i'm up uh nine points so that's uh right. so it'll be one <laughs> one and one one and yeah. one for the week yeah no and uh and so i i mean i i do like goddard but i did sell a couple shares just because hey if i can pivot and get to something else that I like that's going to help me win. I'm going to do it. This last trade actually was – we talked a lot about the running back types like Damian Pierce in the Zoom chat, and it kind of got my – I only had one Damian Pierce, and I'm like, do I want to, like, hang on to that one? And I looked at my other running backs, and I have Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones, David Montgomery, and Pierce. And I'm like, Montgomery just got a bump because – Herbert went on IR, right? Aaron Jones has been playing well, and Mixon's been really good this year. And I'm like, so no one's paying me for Jones or Mixon because they're old running backs, you know, and they st- they they just have that on them. So I'm like, all right, I could probably move. Um, and Montgomery's had no trade value for three years now, even though he's been, you know, a solid 
performer. So I'm like, let me try and move Pierce, which I just bought not that long ago um, for another good wide receiver. And uh, with McLaurin being uh, the apple of Taylor Heineke's eye, I was like, McLaurin could be a stud, like top, you know, top six wide receiver the rest of the year with Heineke. So I'm going to go try and get him. So I offered Pierce for McLaurin straight up and uh day later it was accepted so very nice very nice i have two shares of pierce um and i haven't tried too hard but i need to try and move him for a wide receiver it would be nice to go for a wide receiver kind of deal the team that the, the both teams that i have him on he is not a very good not very good teams so i should try to do something like that you know see if i can get something like that would be pretty good. Maybe we'll look at the contenders and see what they've got available that they would like that, that could be uh, useful. Yep. No, I agree. So that kind of wraps up the trades that we did this week. Uh, you know, I think there were a couple other small ones, but those were the big ones. Those were the strategy type. What are we doing in practice with, uh, you know, our thought process? So it leads us to uh, our favorite part of the show. We roast the coast to coast roast. All right. I think you yeah. uh, wrote the first yeah. part of it down, so go for it. Yeah, Get no. It. So so this is like what I can't stand is you have a bad team in Dynasty that's not going to make the playoffs, and they absolutely check out. They're MIA for basically from now, you know, which is the middle, you know, like we're in the heart of the season until like the draft. And you're like, why on earth do you even play Dynasty if that – is like what you're going to do. This is not redraft. You don't check out if you don't have a good year. You actually should be making deals to make your team better, sell off those aging assets as we had talked about, and, you know, do some deals. Be active. Like, if anything, the bad teams need to be more active. In right. My opinion. I agree. I agree with that 100%. Yeah, I hate seeing it. It's, like, annoying. It's, like, I'm sorry, but you're never going to make your team – you're not gonna, never going to make your team competitive by only – um drafting in the draft if you've yep. got to make trades in the in this in this uh format that you have to make trades if you can't make trades you're never going to be competitive you're never going to be competitive so if you don't you, know, you might get luck into a good good uh startup team but after a year or two it's probably something's going to happen you have to be willing to adjust on the fly and make adjustments if you can't do that again why are you playing this game go play redraft we had another redraft league if you're going to check out if it's no good but completely agree yeah. Bad teams need to be more active and pushing, especially at this time. If if you are people or teams are pushing to the deadline, I mean Latavius Murray is a perfect example. If you have an, a bad team and you have Latavius Murray on your team and you do not trade him, what are you doing? Like get something, because as soon as the season ends, he is absolutely worthless. Yep, zero, zero value, zero value, and that's where this next part of this roast, what we talked about earlier already. I can't stand it so much that we're going to do it again. And it's deadlines. Deadlines suck because it prevents the teams that are, that have those assets from getting rid of them and making their team better for the following year, or the year after that. And it makes, it just makes every, it's better for the league as a whole. We're in this to trade. We're in this to do things that make better and do well. And that's when you deadline, you know, that spurs action being able to do that playoff time kind of do if you have to have a deadline, if you think for some godforsaken reason that you need it deadlines because it not, if not, it, gives another team an advantage or whatever, then make it the, the day the playoffs start kind of deal. That's how I like it. And then make it, you can't trade during the playoffs, big deal, fine, whatever. But 
to say, oh, it gives one team an advantage over it is bullshit because every team has the same ability to go make trades too. And if you don't have the assets, that's on you to go make it. If you don't have the assets to make the trade, that's on you. That's not on everybody else. Don't make it for because of everybody else. There should be de no deadlines in Dynasty. Just like there should be no trade vetoes, no tra deadlines. This, if you have it, trade deadlines, put a vote, put it up for a vote to get rid of because there, there's no reason for them. I tried to even say, hey, can we even, the league I was talking about, I'm like, can we even vote about it? Like, nope, we're not voting about it. I'm like, that's <laughs> kind of horse shit. So yeah. that that league's now on my chopping block. If I'm going to keep it or get rid of it, I, I'm tempted to, to get rid of it. But I have like five firsts going into the next year and I'm sitting on like Lamar and like Josh Allen or something like that. And it's like, oh, I kind of just want and yeah. I, like I want to just come back with these five guys and just, just demolish you guys and then just tell you to fuck off. I, yeah, no, I and, and just the last thing I'll say on it is, I mean, Everyone has their reasons, but I will say that in Dynasty, it is a marketplace, and that mm -hmm. marketplace will thrive more if deals are going down all the time, all year round, around, yep. you know, like, you're going to allow people, because, I mean, let's let's be honest, there, collusion is a rarity. I mean, people always talk about collusion during the championship. I'm like, most people want to make their team better for the next year, and that's all they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. um and that's why you have to have leagues with good commissioners ruben and i if we were your commissioner and we felt there was collusion or a deal that didn't make sense and stunk to high heaven we would be sure as shit to stop it like we're not going to allow stuff like that to happen so don't be afraid of it if you have a good commissioner and that's the that's another critical point is just make sure you're in leagues with you know stand up mm -hmm. legitimate commissioners because then you'll be a lot happier with you know the overall league environment Yes, a hundred percent. Get your make sure you have a good commish, and that will make your life a lot better than um, not having one. Because trust me, it is that much better. Yes, those randos on sleeper are frustrating as all get up, aren't they, Ruben? Oh God! <laughs> oh man! Yeah. But anyways, that is pretty much it for us for tonight. Um, think my editing is going to be about three seconds download this thing put the bumpers on it and put it out and you get um, to watch the full second half of uh get to watch game. the full full second half um and you know it's a great part of the year too for me because not used to this part of the year being too but the i'm a big soccer fan and the world yeah. cup started uh yesterday yes. and so i caught part of i caught like half the u.s game and i caught uh part of the england game too um, I'll watch pretty much any of the games. It doesn't matter who's playing, but you know, my team yeah. are going to be are the U are U.S. and Portugal, yeah, of Portuguese descent. So uh, super excited about having soccer. When does Portugal and, play? When uh, do they, they play, play Friday. Play okay. Friday, I believe. I think it's Friday's their first game. I can think. No, or maybe it's tomorrow. I don't know. I have to double check. I forgot already. Yeah, but um, I think it's Friday, and USA plays on Friday as well, I believe, and they're playing. Um, they are playing they play England uh, on England. England. So, so we're yeah. gonna get to we're gonna get to hopefully beat them again. You know, two hundred and some years of difference, and we'll beat them again. Tell them who's boss. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> they should have won today. We should have won against Wales today, but uh, committed a pretty bad penalty. In the, the Wales got you know Gareth Bale, who him and his man bun um, drive me a little nuts. Uh, but since he's not on a team I like at the moment, but. Um, he just, he's got a hell of a powerful kick, and so he's, he scored the penalty. Was pretty. The goalie yeah. got a hand on it, but it was he wasn't stopping that thing. I think it was coming 100 miles an hour. Uh, 
So I'm sure you got nobody stuck around for uh, World Cup analysis, but you're probably <laughs> going to get a little bit of it the rest of the World yeah, Cup just because right. I love, love this shit so much. It Between, is awesome. Uh, I love the love it. So um, fingers crossed that Portugal can make it to the finals a little bit. That, that would be huge for us and and the USA. I just USA is too young in my opinion to, to get to get anywhere near there. But it, so um, as long as they can get if, if USA can get out of the group stage, that would be a really good accomplishment for them after missing last year or four years ago. Yeah. Um, but um, if you have a chance to catch catch some of those games, they're exciting. It can be very exciting, especially the end of the game when when they add. So the thing is, like, you know, basketball, all these it, there's a time limit. The game's over. It's kind of you. soccer. You know, it could be the end of the game. There's another nine minutes like there was today. And it's just like it's just heart pounding, and because it's just like yeah. everybody's going out. So, if you haven't ever watched, haven't ever watched soccer, turn on a USA game this year. Root for the USA team. Um, and there are a lot of fun young guys on there too. And then if you want to watch some really good games, look at Argentina, Portugal, in France, and a couple other teams that are going to be playing some really good soccer. So that's my soccer take. We'll, we'll yeah, put, nice. that'll be the Thank World you. Cup uh, segment for for uh, for the rest of the World Cup, but. Um, Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Enjoy your families. Enjoy some football. Enjoy some turkey. And we will see you on the other side. That's for Ruben. I'm Ruben Alman at Superflex DJ. And I am Justin Mercer at C2C Dynasty Merce. And follow the pod at C2C Dynasty Pod. Please rate and review us on um, iTunes or wherever you listen to us. We really appreciate that. Thank you and have a good one. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Take care. Peace.